This is the Beige and the Bold, and today we are watching Eye of the Beholder. I am Van Velding, and I watched this episode when it originally aired. Hi, I'm Randolph. I'm also watching this. I did see it when it was originally aired. Cool. You ready? Yeah. In three, two, one, engage. Watching this on Paramount Plus, so god damn it. Paramount Plus is a nightmare from which no man can wake. Uh, so just give us a second here. It's probably going to get edited away. I have the ad-free version of this. I have the ad-free version. Can I not hear you? Do you need to lean in? No, we're fine. I'm just... No, I'm at the computer. Or are you talking to me? I don't know who you're talking to right now. I'm talking to the universe. Oh, I thought you were ranting. It felt like a rant. Okay. I don't want to get like in your grill. No, it's a, it's a rant. Good. All right. It's good. I have I have the ad-free experience on Paramount Plus, which actually means I do, do only get ad ads. Do you ad-free experience? What's that? Did you get the ad-free experience? No one does. No one gets the ad-free experience. I get ads for fucking Discovery. I know about Star Trek Discovery. If I wanted to watch Star Trek Discovery, I'd fucking watch it. What'd you, what'd you do? I don't want to. Maybe they, maybe they think that you need to, given what you do. Why would you cut off all sources of information? I'm surprised you don't have all of the comics. All what comics? Star Trek. Man, they're just they're just random shit. They're comics. <laughs> they're not that great. I didn't say they're great, but I mean I have I have the Q conflict up there. That's a not great comic. Well, it's got Q in it. Why would it be great? It's written by the same guy that did Five Year Mission, Year Five, Star Trek Year Five, which is a good run of comics. But um Let this turkey fly. What did you just say out loud with your voice? <laughs> I told my ad blocker to let this show run. You said it, you told it to let its turkey fly. Let this turkey fly. Yes. Who said? Why said. would you say that? Because this this program is a turkey, and I'm allowing it to to run its who says that shitty fucking adware. This is what happens when you like raise Texans and. Set turkeys free and retaliation. God, I hate, I hate you so much, Paramount Plus. Thank you for qualifying. You're more like Paramount Minus. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. You can watch it on my robot if you want. Then where's, where's the struggle of man versus Paramount Plus? Where's the triumph? Fuck this, I'm gonna watch Netflix. Go to the right. Go back to Netflix. We're going back to Netflix, everybody. Hold on. Yeah. This might get this might get edited out. There's no telling. I may just do three, two, one and then fix everything. So he's gonna lose like I mean he's a paramount minus. I mean that I don't know. There's some you should mine this for some gold. I I powered down the phone. Which has the password on it. So you're not at all prepared. Is it, I was prepared in. earlier, and then I thought, oh, Paramount Plus seems to be working. Re- not I, realizing that Paramount Plus can wait to the last possible second to... It's because I noticed your secret color flare. What, the mouse? Yeah. Okay. You walk around in all this, like, uh, Tal Shiar darkness. And, you know. God, yes. Fine. Jesus, yes. Fuck. God. Damn. 
What just happened? It sounded like you had a really good time or something was... I made a small amount of progress. Look, we all want to watch all good things, but we can't, okay? We got to watch... I have the Beholder. We have to. Or... We do. For the children. It's it's for the, the fans. It's for the, the fans at home. All right. This is Netflix. Easy, no problems, Sunday morning Netflix. Although the show has fear and sex in it, so there's that. It's free to TV, PG. It's Both PG things. fear and sex. Sounds yeah. like... Which one is when Worf gets shot? Which one is that? I think they should, like, if one day the show just broken down and given Worf bangs. You could do that. They should have done that for his wedding. Are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one, engage. Oh my god, it is great to watch Star Trek. Is it hard? Is this hard, Paramount Plus, to play Star Trek? It is, because you can't do it. There's some Dutch angles here, huh? This is really, yeah, this is interesting. Man. They called it Dutch angles? I mean, it's a, I don't know anything about film, okay? If the camera's a little bit off, if it's not, you know, parallel to the floor, it's a Dutch angle to me, okay? I think the term means horizon. Like ship paintings and things. Mm. Low horizon, big sky. Okay. That's crazy, though. It is a weird... That's what happens. You got a guy in the cell. She's amazing. Yeah? Look at her. Yeah? She's got a lot going on. He does have a lot going on. Worf, use your de-escalation skills. <laughs> Both of them go in the dream team for calming some shit down. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Riker was better at, like, the emotional intelligence thing. But all he's got to bring this situation down to a simmer from the boil is those baby blue eyes. That's all he's got. Well, see, he didn't notice that there's a stool behind him. I know, I, and he missed his chance. He could have, he could have spread. Could have. I said, I said you did okay with those buttons. You remember that when I said it was okay. <laughs> I know he's so trying really hard. <laughs> We 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 need you on the ship, Dave. I want to say Dave. Yeah. <laughs> What's shameless is how the second, the first Spider-Man reboot ripped off this scene for Electro. I think I didn't see, I didn't see the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans. Well, why not? Because uh, they just rip off Star Trek scenes. Is what happens. Is that what happens? Those Spider-Man like, movies are bad about that. He saves Electro, and then. He meets Electro again as Spider-Man, and he's like, do you remember my name? He's like, fucking, I save a hundred motherfuckers a week, man. You know Spider-Man's, like, way older than Star Trek, right? Yeah, but that's not, like, Electro. If that was Electro's original story, I'd be, oof. Yeah, look at that. Electro didn't turn into... Yeah, I mean, they didn't shoot him out the airlock or whatever else happened there. That was terrible. Acted out. (laughs) Yeah, he, he powered through that one. That was a good job. He didn't even spread once, and there was a stool right behind him. I mean, he I, could have just leaned into it, literally. I think I think Frick's could have done more than that. I feel like that's the direction. He could have done something. It's the direction you give a guy when you're like, he's not doing it. Try it like you're so angry you hit the bulkhead and turn away. You know? I just... <laughs> I think Frick's could have done better. I mean, the director knows what, what what's going on here. You know, He's got to cut the scene, but still. It was a... Uh, that was a no-brainer scene. 
you don't want the person to throw themselves into the what is it, the hair diffuser, whatever was in that box. Just stay out of the thing. It was. Uh, so stay out of the thing, please. We don't want that to happen. The cleanup alone, you know. So I mean, there's a lot of motivation. He could have faked it. I mean, if you can't fake that, okay. get Calculon up here. He'd give us a good drop to his knees and a no. <laughs> I, I just feel like I feel like they chose not to act for that moment. But you know, what what do you act there? You know, anything you act <laughs> there, you give it a go. You put your back into it. There's more to the words than just the words. He, that was the laziest t- approach ever. It was, he walked up the stairs. That was his effort. There was even a stool behind him. I'm, I mean, the reaction. He had, all he had to do was manspread. He, that would have made his check. That's all people pay for anymore for him anyway. I the mean, beard and the manspreading. But the reaction to the guy atomizing, like that's their emotional boom. And then Riker, Riker reacts to that. And then <laughs> like his burrito came out half done. I mean, it was just un, unemotional. It was just... He's, he's, he's physically reacted with anger, which is the laziest direction I think you can give a man. He says red alert with more feeling than he hit that bulkhead. Yeah, but he's good at that. He's honed to that. But he's, him saying line. red alert is like Bruce Lee kicking a guy. You know, Bruce Lee's like, I'm not afraid of the guy who's practiced 100 moves once. I'm afraid of the guy who I said red alert. as if he didn't times. even recognize me, Dave or Bob, whoever he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was down there yesterday. Surely he's seen me. I walk around with a trombone. Will Riker. There's no glimmer Will of recognition. Riker, I was on the cover of Time and Bullshit for saving Earth four years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just did his crew valley. He was in a good, good mood. But this is like the crux of our episode that we're perhaps slightly churlish for talking over, which is the the dude did commit suicide. He jumped into some of the engineering stuff and he got turned into dust. And they're trying to figure out the senselessness of, of the suicide. We've expressed our soullessness before the opening credits are done. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We're being true to form. Sorry, I phoned it in. But it is good. I mean, this is a heavy exposition. Like. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's doing a lot of admin. <laughs> He's almost too animated at it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, got to talk to his parents. We've lost people in so many ways. It's just sad. It's like, come on, Patrick. Maybe he's just trying to fill the emotion that's not in the room. He's just trying to do something with somebody. It's like, somebody work with me here. Like, Troy can't hear anymore because her hair's too heavy, and Worf hasn't made an expression in years. Hey. He hasn't. He doesn't have to. Michael Dorn would do stuff if they'd let him. He doesn't have to make an expression. He has an expression permanently on his face. He needs to... It's the same reason Jordy doesn't blink. An alien that likes doing things. And it's like, haha, I'm a wharf. I've been taken over by an alien. I love pudding. Just something that <laughs> something that lets Michael Dorn act happy for two seconds. They let Data be like a whole civilization. You've seen what he's like when he laughs ago. though. Like when he la- it's terrifying. He's he's doing it he's act he's doing a Klingon laugh. He could do like a regular human laugh. I've seen Michael Dorn laugh. I've he's seen nice. other Klingons laugh. They don't all laugh like him. He laughs special. He's special. Because he's acting. As Worf. That's how Worf laughed. Oh, the other Klingons are the real Klingons? What? I mean, I'm talking about the people who are there that are acting as Klingons can all laugh like Klingons and not sound like Worf, who acts like he's never heard. He's actually, you may as well just be saying laughter, 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 laughter. Data does a better laugh. I like how he's affecting the cross times. I know. I thought that was great, too. Like, why are you doing that? Data has so much development in this season. It's crazy. 
And it's good, and it's natural. Well, because I skip around, and I forget, like, where he is on his totem pole of, like, how high up the humanity or humanity mm-hmm. he's gotten. But the arm crossing was great. Yeah, if you got to fight to stay awake, it's season seven. You're just <laughs> completely confused seasons one and two. Everything else is laying out. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm tired of all these anecdotes about Data's life. Like, Worf has a religious experience. Data's like, I had a religious experience. Someone commits suicide. Data's like, I wanted to commit suicide. Let other people feel things. I thought that this was a reach and it was unnecessary. Like, all of this exposition was unnecessary. There was no reason to tag it in. There was a very weak reason. And people who've actually had to deal with this sort of thing before could have gotten their feelings hurt by the android saying, well, once when I had to turn myself off, you know, I mean, it's different. I mean, they're, they're trying to understand why. So, like, they're... I get it. They could have done it in a different way. I don't need data. I don't need data to do it. I just want data to stop saying things. Stop having human experiences, data. You have too many of them. Let other people feel things. Whose head do you think weighs more? Because that's not her hair. I never, I never got the impression that that was really heavy. But then again, I never had that much hair. So he's he's got a wig and a prosthesis, though. His hair seems way more dense than hers. Yeah, but it glues onto his head, and she's got pins, I guarantee. Well, oh, did his hair just move? Did it? Can it do that? I don't know. Is it allowed? I mean, it moves. I just feel like it just over a little bit. Why does every person have that haircut? That's regulation, man. So much about his taste in art. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't make petty jabs at the guy who committed suicide. Well, maybe he committed suicide because his whole life is beige. I mean, even his outfit. I mean, he's all shades of beige. This poor guy. Could have done something. And I wonder what he would have looked like the other direction. Like he's half of an alien, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. So I wonder what. More forehead? Yeah, or like the seven head? I mean, who knows? He's got a lot of forehead. That is a lot of forehead. Even for a Star Trek alien, for him to be a half of anything is a lot. Yeah, he might look like like a cable connection. Or that satellite. But this hair, everybody. I'm just saying it's regulation, man. Why is that regulation is the question? Because it was the 90s. Because everybody had a topsy-turvy, and whatever, they sponsored Paramount. It's together. It's It's topsy-turvy. It's got a swoosh in it. It does have a swoosh. It has the Star Trek swoosh. She has less swoosh. But she gets to wear real, real pants in this episode. Love that. Yeah, that's one thing I did notice about this. As we get deeper into this episode, she goes from this outfit... Yeah. To to the other one. There's a lot of subtle layers in this one. And yeah. it, it doesn't... So much of the delivery wasn't as clever as the staging was. Yeah. It's really, like, I feel like they wanted to do something that was worth doing. I guess we'll talk about the idea when we kind of get to it. Um, and then they're just like, okay, well, let's just do that. And then they did that, and it was clever, and I think it's an idea that's worth doing. But, like, it doesn't... No. Do you know what I think the disconnect... I mean, just 
having done a bit of this, not been on Star Trek, but I mean, like writing, directing, all that stuff, the director had nothing to do with this script. I think they gave this script to the director as an afterthought. The director saw it in a completely different way from the original writer and the original person who's probably going to direct it. And so this was a director's vision of another director's vision, which was a take on a writer's thing. So I think it's kind of got lost in the telephone game because you have an interesting direction choices, whether the outfit changes and the arms crossing and yeah. character development and things like that. Um, Picard, even you mentioned it, like talking about the admin and all that. Like, I mean, there's, there's interesting parts we paid attention to, mm-hmm. but the dialogue is clunky. So I don't think the script was really finished. Yeah. I think it was tied together in the end and the actors are over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would buy that the actors are over it. I mean, I think, Giving the script to a director that doesn't have anything to do with that, I think is SOP for for this show. No, I think that what what I'm what I'm speaking to is like when they were going through these old scripts, find one that speaks to you, and this one it was kind of like a shot from the hip. I th- I can do something with this. Do you know what I mean? And said I can and fought for this. I can do something with this. I have a vision for this, but their vision just didn't translate. Um, I don't know if that's how it was going. I know they were they were just cranking out the last couple of scripts at this point. The choices that they've made the um, uh, these actors, uh, the supporting staff, the supporting yeah. characters, the choices that they've made them make, the intensity of their delivery, uh, the words they're actually powering through, the, the, the layers of intrigue that are there, aren't there, who knows. Um, that's the director leaning into these actors saying, I want you to approach this. I want you to chase that feeling, that emotion, but why? And it just, the, the disconnect just to me feels like the script and the director are just two completely different visions. Yeah. But I don't know. Could just be talking out of my ass. Right. Yeah, Troy, how many stations are in this closet these no people are going to work in? Get in here through a Jeffrey's tube? I know people give Star Trek first contact some crap for like one of the rooms that it has that has no purpose but <laughs> like there's a room in star trek first contact which that one seems was to have it no pur- it's the one where they go in and it's him and lily and he opens up they crawl into the jeffrey's yeah. tube his little button and the door a little window opens with a force field right. where you can see earth from and they crawl back out of the jeffrey's tube and it's like what's what's the purpose of that room why does it have a force field with a little tiny hole that doesn't go anywhere it's for parallel parking. Yeah. As much as anything else is, sure. Or, ooh, drive-through. It could be for drive-through. But again, why not? Why do you have to crawl to get inside of it? You could just beam it over. I mean, why would you? So many questions. Or, and if it's a beaming thing and you're worried about, like, you know, what if, like, it's like if you microwave the stuff you had the night before, it's just different. So you could just yeah. shuttle over the fresh stuff. Maybe. I'll beam you down. I mean, come on. Take a day. Yeah. None of these people are getting paid anyway. People are, I mean, not really getting paid, but... Right. So our plot's thickened. Because we mentioned that, that the... Lieutenant Kwan, is that his name? Sure. Was he a lieutenant? Because his supervisor's like a lieutenant junior grade. I'm trying to imagine this playing out in lower decks. The guy who died? Mm-hmm. His supervisor was at Lieutenant Junior Grade. I don't know about the guy himself. Maybe he wasn't Ensign. The guy had two dots. The guy? That's weird. Or did he have two dots in a, in a circle? I don't know. Maybe a know. dot in a circle. 
I don't remember. There were two dots. But I don't know if they were solid or not. <laughs> Whatever. It's not important. He's dead. Oh, yeah, empathic echoes. Those are things that are totally real that we've talked about before. It's, so many times. It's got yeah. echoes. I heard one the other day. Calm phenomena. I yeah, know. I, know. I, I was echoes. feeling fine, and all of a sudden, super sad. Didn't know why. Okay. Did, didn't you do an essay at the Academy about empathic echoes? Oh, yeah, totally. Did. Yeah, I so only got to be, though. You're tired of it. See, it's got Beverly in it, though. I don't know, she's just a calm breeze. Yeah. I even like the sticker one where she falls in love with the dead guy. I mean, you know, Seb Rosa is a memorable one. I just like her. I don't know. I had to put two people into a, a pit fight on Vulcan for the privilege of, of being in that episode. Pe- people want to people be the guest host for the worst episode of season seven. That was so, the worst episode of season seven. It's famously bad. I don't know if it's the worst one. I thought it was awesome. So, he was a lieutenant. So. Dude seems cool. He's got lots of apples. Yeah. It'd be nice if there was a team of professionals that would like pour over a person's life if and see where it goes wrong. You know? It'd be nice. Biographers? But not for like average people, not for lieutenants. You know? You know, it's a couple guys doing an investigation, close the case ASAP. These people are all in space, running yeah. around in a shopping mall, and they have fuck else to do. This is important. <laughs> I like to think they do it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, but also mm-hmm. they have fuck else to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is important, and she's seeing uh, whatever echo ghost things, and yeah, that guy's forehead could rupture at any minute. I mean... Now, now, now that it's a proper mystery, they have to get to the bottom of it. But right. It'd be nice if they did it on general principle. That's all I'm saying. Well, who's to say that they don't? There's a bunch of people on this boat. So it's a, it's a, it's an episode about people talking about folks they've lost and hardships they've gone through, and it, it at its core, it tries to trace those those hardships and demonstrate them to us through a character we can relate to. But, um... I know, it just looks like it's in the doctor's office on the Golden Girls. Yeah, you just feel nothing from it. So, you know, I call this series The Beige and the Bold because there are some bold ideas, um, but it's got a real soft beiginess to it at the end. And speaking of bold ideas, these two are dating right now. What, in real life? No, no, no. Oh. In the, in the show. Well, after this, yeah. Uh, they started dating back in Paradise. Oh what is happening at 10 Forward? What is happening? <laughs> They've been wearing this for years. Not that. Um, for years. Not years. And what is he wearing? What is this? It's, it's the deep V. This is what he wears. What is... I mean... Th- this is what men in the future wear. There's some very nipple-centered men in the future, I'm just saying. And look at her. Okay, that, that's a mystery. So, Why um, is that a mystery? No, what she's got's weird, okay? What he's got, like, that's what they always wear. This is this the future of quasi-shiny earth tones with a deep V. This is just what style is like in the 24th century. This is what style was like in the Rat Pack's like, hotel room. That's what he feels like. He feels like he's yeah. got that Rat Pack energy. I don't know. 
Worf wants to date Deanna, and he's trying to ask Riker permission. Oh, no, I get that. I follow the plot. I'm just, I'm still tripping on his outfit. Sorry. Yeah. Worf's trying to be a bro here. So that Imzadi thing, how real is that? Yeah. He just, he just doesn't, he wants to, he wants to get Riker's blessing for dating Troy without, um, without having to ask him if you date Troy. Because <laughs> Riker has historically been a huge bitch about this. Yeah, he, um, well, Troy's his. Right. Uh, he knows it, she knows it, that's been written into the stars. It's, it's... Oh no, she doesn't give a fuck. Riker, with his pathetic human emotions who can't get over her, who's trying to nail Lieutenant Reddress over there. Reddress McBird's because nest. Sp- <laughs> and she did look like a, a, he's, a child. And, you know, he's trying to bang her, but he's still going to get bent out of shape if Troy is, is dating Worf. Worf, you know, the Catholic of space because over here. Because he hit it first. Yeah. He's a and, sixth grader. And he's wrong for that. He's a sixth grader. It's really cool looking in a cell, though. It's hollow on the inside. See? There. It's, it's regulation. <laughs> Horrible. Whoever wrote the regulation hates women. Maybe. In the advanced... He's great. In the advanced... He looks uh, like he really has to pay. Culture of the future, you know, that, that woman, the person... Who hates women could have been a woman. That's progress. <laughs> it's progress. That is, yeah, so, self hatred. Man, they'd only known they could put that on a T-shirt, like Uply on a T-shirt, like like in Discovery, how they have the shirts that say Disco. Oh like yeah, little Uply shirts. I didn't notice that, but yeah. I know a lot are here. This is the worst. This could have been a walking simulator. Destroy going around reading logs. <laughs> Today was watching her... little ghosts of people. She had to get her steps in. So yeah. I love that. The, I mean, their drop lights are the same drop light that you can get at Home Depot. I mean, come on, stretch out with your feelings, set design people. Come on. I mean, you know, it's it's uh. No, they have extension cords. <laughs> you know, if it no. works, if it works, don't mess with no. it. A little tripod with big no. fluorescent lights. They're faster than light, and they still have Home Depot drop lights with extension cords. I'm not. Buying. There's no reason. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel here. There's a hundred reasons to reinvent wheels? that. There's a hundred reasons to reinvent that. You angry when they wheel something around? You're like, what? I'm furious with wheels. You just see me. A I circular train. Lose my mind in a car park. Conveyance with Ooh, no friction. I saw a train one time, man. Don't even want to know what happened. It's a light on a stick, man. Like, how do you improve that? You gonna put it on the ceiling and wrap it in hollow foil? You'd be like, man. How about no cords? How about the room glows? How about no one needs to use light anymore because of space? I don't know. Find an answer. Why Does are they everyone still... in the future have dark vision? How much dwarves? Time? Why don't they? Why couldn't they? Shouldn't they? No, because con. If they had because night vision, con? if they had night vision, they would all be jerks. Th- this is the social science of the future. <laughs> 
night vision brings the rage we don't need to see all the time. That's what it is. That's what's happening with the phones. It's I, the blue light. It's I taking us to the, the darkness. Law. Okay? I don't make the law. What I'm law? just saying that is the law in the future. Future law. Yeah, you can't if get you can people see, genetic you can see stuff. In the dark, if you can see in the dark, you're going to go con like a motherfucker. Yes, huh? exactly. You're going to try to take over Europe and become a prince among men. <laughs> this is what happened with Napoleon, too. Yeah, exactly. It's dark vision. It was. It was dark vision. They used to say that about him. Yeah. Nary a candle in the keep. But he was so good with cannonballs. Right. Yeah. So she saw some traumatic stuff. She saw some And we're trying to put it together. Yeah. Thank God that terrible vision is over. Well, it's good. The, <laughs> the, the progress that... um utterly ridiculous that she can give her some empath drug that can just control her empath is suddenly in scene makes, seven in season seven it makes her more empathy they could have been dosing her with like empath steroids the whole the whole show and she could have been sensing the borg like a year before it happened anyway it's bgh it's beta z growth hormone she's juicing with her brain i know they could have been doing it the whole time they could have weaponized mm. her anyway but what i was saying is it's it's good that they they spend it took them too long, in my opinion, seven seasons for them to get to the point where they just stop questioning her when she says, I have a feeling. Yeah. Where, they, where they're like, well, maybe it's like, well, they just go, no, she's, she has a feeling. I mean, you've seen the show, right? Like, we've all been on the boat for like a hundred years now. And every time she has a feeling, we have to deal with like a crystalline entity or something. You know, so come her, on. her feelings are only useful in the last two or three years. So what are you going to do? Right, but she's got girl like like grown up pants on now, and, and like they're showing her some respect. Is what I'm saying. It's good. Didn't you guys go to the holodeck and make like a table a few years ago? And the, it's like, oh, that's the table. That's the bad table. What isn't there like a police sketch artist hologram that you could do with this? Oh, to track down. Just the... be like, yeah, like the guy, like bolder, taller. There you go. That's the tall, bald bastard. Tall, bald bastard on this boat. Yeah, you would have thought they could have gone to the holodeck and she could have said, this is what I saw, make it happen. Yep. When you're a senior officer, all you have to do is go into the turbo lift and go there. That's where the bad man lives. <laughs> you just go to the turbo lift. Take me to the bad man. We got a lot of questions. You've been in Starfleet for seven years and you're still a lieutenant? Actually, it's just the one question. That's the only question? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm sorry, you didn't kill that guy, did you? By the way, he's also, somebody's dead. And, uh, yeah, but what have you been doing? You're not giving off suicide waves, are you? <laughs> Every time he was about to get promoted, his supervisor <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> Nobody noticed the pattern. <laughs> He just has a chronic fear of success, and he's projecting. He's projecting. I was going to say it's classic self sabotage, self sabotaging mental illness. Uh -huh. You know, so good. They just go to you central know, casting, and they're like, "Find me a smarmy white guy, will you?" I know, right? I need one that looks like you might have too many freezers. Serial killers, and this guy's like, "That's me." One shows up too on many freezers. One's the first guy in the casting. <laughs> Like that she's flexing on him. Yeah, it's good. She's being useful. That's what I'm saying. She's she's being 
useful. She's not just like, how are you feeling? Shut up. Who cares? Yeah. How's the alien feel? I think he's angry. Could you tell by the cannons he's aimed at us? Yeah. I'm sensing that too. Maybe I'm Betazoid. What's the plural of it? Is it Beta Z? It's just Beta Z? Or... I, th- I think it's just Beta Z. Yeah, Beta Z. I mean, there's rarely ever two of them, so. If there's think... four, are they quadricep? I think it's just the same. I'm sorry. I, I should, be, should be building what you're giving me. Just... You don't want to play. It's fine. It's fine. You're, I... you're engrossed with the acting. It's... I do. Look I'm at them. They, they're standing in the least interesting corridor they could be underacting the shit out of a very serious topic. Look, where do the plants come from? Lieutenant Jimmy Grape. They water them. They come from space. They come from water and space. That's space. where the, that, was that was your answer. That was your answer? Yeah. You're a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> where do the plants come from? Water and space. Got it. Look, if it's... You, we established in the pre-roll, if it's not on Earth, it's from space. So... This is true. Yeah. So they are still dating here, but the idea of them dating comes from parallels. I consider that the episode they Worf started making his moves, but Worf is so repressed; his moves are very easy to miss. Are they though? Yeah. He brushes his hair. That's his move. He's got. He's got moves. He changes the lighting and he brushes his hair. Those are his two moves. I, um, no, he can read poetry and dodge. I have him good authority. He can dodge? <laughs> he can assault. He, he can commit minor assault. That's how Dax came onto him. In DS9, spoilers, uh, Worf and Dax bang. This is the worst kiss I've seen Seems a little in insensitive. a while. This is just so uncomfortable. This looks like they're making brothers and sisters kiss. Well, she's tiny and he's large. I she's she he's, needs to get some large, out here. He's a large. That's great. He's like 6'3". Still. She has like climbing gear. She needs to get snow boots that was to so get up there. That was so uncomfortable. He's getting older. He has to be careful about his back. Have you seen a comfortable kiss on this show? I don't know. Wow, they went like from zero to bangtastic, didn't they? Yeah. It's like, what do you, what do you want to put on? The bangles. Because, uh, it's like... Did you just say that, too? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just... See, this looks natural. Okay. I mean, because nobody saw it coming. People would have rioted. But the rest of this story put everyone else into a coma. That's why you didn't do this earlier. I love how she's always standing right in front of a lamp. <laughs> Beverly... Look, she, she's a doctor. She's always in front of a lamp. She's always in front of a lamp. Look, at, you'll see. She's never had, never does she have overhead lighting unless she is ill or about to die. Look, lamp. I don't. Look, lamp. There, there's a giant light above them. She's glowing. They're following her with the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> the light, she's threatened the shit out of the lighting guy she's like if I see one wrinkle this time Leroy I will snap your knee maybe she just gives off a glow okay <laughs> you can tell when she's coming down the hall 
I think Dr. Crusher's in this scene. This is why nobody needs night vision. Look, see, overhead lighting. Not in Crusher's ship. So, um... Yeah. So, uh... So, yeah. Recognize Instant Calloway. She has her own card in the CCG. In the card game. That's her picture. I know a lot of Star Trek trivia because of that card game. And it's fine. I know yeah. all kinds of Marvel trivia because of just silly shit like that, too. These seven season flashlights, man. Yeah, These... that's a flashlight? Jordy's holding a tricorder, a flashlight, and wearing a visor. <laughs> what is he doing today? What Guess is he what not doing, doing today? today? He is looking for shit. No <laughs> one can look for anything harder than Jordy is looking for things right uh. now. They should give him some of the empathic things and just roll him around the ship on a dolly. Found it, yeah. They should have just leaned into it. He should, he should have just broken and be like, I'm just going full cyborg. It should be like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, just like a big sensor thing with all the little instruments on it. Look at Every him. time he walks, Poor guy. there's a little work. What is that? What I love too, later you'll notice he uses the tricorder and then he uses that thing to confirm the tricorder. It's like a backup tricorder that's four times the size of it. But what the hell is the point? And he's wearing and a he's visor. And he's wearing a visor that is yeah. smarter than the ship. So, one thing I want to fault this on is their lack of proper lockout tagout procedures. Look, man, you can't just walk into a plasma nacelle like that and just not not put some red tags on things. You you don't know when Inton Schmuckatelli is going to come in here and be like, oh, the plasma flows off, and he just flips a giant switch, turn it back on, and then you know what happens? Empathic echoes everywhere. And then she's the main character. Got nothing against her, but she can't carry a show. She can't do a data Jordy and Troy do. Not without some makeup tips. I mean, or she's distracting. Hairstyle. She's distracting. I mean, you'd you'd get used to it, but the hair would have to change. Look at that. Why? I don't know. Maybe she uses it to hold stuff. You know, it'd been great when they took that off at that little uh, thing from the other episode. I've been in there, the little neon tube thing. Literally, a node, just like another There's... node. There are so many other things from other episodes. You're gonna no, the to... node. 176 episodes. I, I just watched it on accident for you. Oh, Emergence. Okay, the living thing in the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. All right. The one that I guarantee is a coffee table somewhere in I, West Hollywood now? I told him to watch the wrong episode at first. So he, he was a good sport and he watched both of them. I've seen all of the episodes. It's not like a thing. But the light, the light lets us do a cool visual trick. See? Oh, it's a... Body. Skeleton, there we go. It's a skeleton. Spooky. October. That was spooky. You're, you're listening to this in December, probably, but we're recording in October, so it's, it's plenty spooky. It All is right? spooky. Yeah. It's spooky as shit. They, they found bone fragments? Okay. Yeah, because bone is more powerful than plasma. Did you know that? Did you get... <laughs> Depends on whose bones. Depends on what plasma, I guess. I mean, it's super, I mean, the other guy we that just, just jumped through it, like atomized. Where are his? Okay, crazy things. These bones are full with amontillado. All right, I can't explain it, but dude is drunk as fuck. Maybe had a friend named Matrasor. Are you listening to me, Deanna? <laughs> 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 
Where did your hair? (laughs) (laughs) We have the same machine that does all of our hair. Look, they did her too. Oh my god, that's what they're going to find out. That should have been the last episode. What's that? Find out who the hairstylist was. Yeah. Oh, it's Mop. It's Mop the barber. He's he's a bully. Why does... I mean, this is how you know that Beverly's actually in charge. She's the only one who ever had bangs. That's fair. Just making it work. Oh, there's some kind of accident. Bone embedding accident. <laughs> it was a bone embedment. <laughs> it was a bone embedment. It was a typical like... typical fusion bone embedment. It's against the culture of the people of the future to document an accident which embeds bone into bulkheads. <laughs> it's a surprise. We actually build our bulkheads from bone. It's a surprise for the next owner. Mm-hmm. If we did it, it would hurt the resale value. You know, if we had to disclose it. It's like a haunted house. You know? <laughs> Back in uh, ancient earth culture, we had a technique called the pinata. <laughs> we bone in the bulkhead and we hit it. <laughs> We don't know if if she died here, technically, so that it's not a haunted starship, but we do know that her bones are here. But it's ghost adjacent. Yeah. It's it's not haunted, it's grave adjacent. Right? Yeah. It's, um... Zone for burial? No. Grave is like, no, she dedicated her body to science. We were testing the effect of plasma fields on bones. Well, flesh and bones, but we kind of know how that flesh part went. Didn't go well for flesh. <laughs> Goes away. <laughs> and what's her name? Our new main character's like, that explains Are the Are you smell. suffering from flesh? Try plasma. Yeah. <laughs> these guys. Who are they? So awkward. Look at them. Like, Central they Casting just went outside. Central Casting went outside and said, you, you, get in here. Put this on. Walk yeah. out the hallway. That's how it always, that's how all of the extras are done. That's not how all of the extras are done. That's not yes. how it works. Sometimes they're going to be like, oh, security, we need some guy who can lift weights. And then they have like five women who do the con. And that's because they're all the same size, I think. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they have unions. That's not, they just don't go picking random people to do random shit. If you do too many shows like that, you get a union card and you get insurance and all sorts of stuff. They watch your back. Well, they pick new people. Yeah, they have a rotating cast of extras, but even mm-hmm. extras have unions. If you say so. I was an extra. All right. I mean, for a day, it was horrible. Oh, yeah. That's what I've heard. Everyone who has an extra story says it was horrible. Oh, I mean, it was cool. I got to meet, what's his name? Spike Lee. I'm not going to say Michael Dorn. No, I didn't get to meet Michael Dorn. Why not? If I was on an episode of Star Trek, that would have been the first thing I said to you. Fair enough. See, look at that. It's retro. She wears this on casual days, though. She wears this whenever she's off. You're not paying attention. Oh no! Do you have it's my the murderer? I have ordered my freezer. It's 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 the second Captain America, Roger Higby or whatever. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the Falcon the Winter Soldier. Roger Higby. I don't. I don't know the guy they got to replace Captain America, who's a dick. U.S. agent. He wasn't U.S. agent. He was. Captain America, they gave him the shield. Yeah, but he became U.S. agent. His name was John Walker. There you go. It's John Walker. There we are. He looks absolutely nothing like John Walker. Why would you think he looks like Captain America? He's blonde. That's all it takes for you for Captain America? jaw, blue eyes. Vaguely Aryan, so he's Captain America. The knockoff version of Captain America. That's, That's where I'm going with this. 
This was in the era before Spanx. What is she wearing under that outfit? I prefer not to dwell on it. I um. She shouldn't have dwelled on it. Wow. Using your your security override as a senior officer to catch your um, previous nightstand in flagrante with that bitch. Mm. Look how I moist bet, she got. I Immediately bet moist. Look at here's his laugh. Here's a super good laugh. I bet she has carabiners. That's all I'm saying. It's a super good laugh. Carabiners. I made a joke earlier about Troy having to climb warp because he's so tall. Oh, yeah. So then. Oh. Okay, that was funny, though. I mean, that was that's comedy. Yeah, warp murder. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. I mean, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. So, But she's been through a lot. Like, she thought this guy was going to assault her. And then she got betrayed by Worf. Our girdle's riding up. Hey, come on. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a day. Fair enough. Just pretend that she's not just an engineering with no table. So, well, and she just killed Worf. She just we kind of we kind of well, I tried she's to. She's good at it. She can navigate the ship by ass texture. She killed a Cleon warrior, by the way. Just straight up murked him. I don't know the straight up murk damage. She shot him while he was making out with some. He had his he had his pants on. He could have done something. What? With he what? could have been like he could have thrown the lady at him. Lady at yeah, him? he could have. He's a Klingon. He could have thrown his lover at her to stop her from shooting him. I mean, better you, face off like a Klingon do. You got at least. Oh, she's crying. Look, look. She found one. In you, even as a Klingon, you could block with her. You know, oh, deflect look, her a little bit. She knows what she has to do. Right, which is exactly what the other guy had to do. Yeah. Lieutenant Kwan said earlier. So she's caught in this empathic echo loop, and now she's in a better yeah. outfit. She was hallucinating. And, and she's less shiny, see? Yeah. So it's it's like a good way for this show to like give us like that journey of like, oh, how does someone make the decision to kill themselves? And it gives puts Troy in this scenario where she's influenced by the empathic echo. A Not at all, though, because the guy the didn't kill himself. The guy was coerced the guy was programmed she had her brain taken over and so she didn't kill him so there was no suicide at all it was a murder by proxy yeah so it doesn't even speak to suicide they they speak to suicide in the beginning but then they they nerf it by making it this the deus ex machina by beta z they beta z machina deus ex beta z beta z machina not not god from the machine but god is in beta z and the contrivance is the god, right? So then it's like the contrivance is from Beta Z. It's a Beta Z contrivance. No, the contrivance is created by God, so it would be. See, and the guy did kill himself. Yeah, he jumped into a plasma thing, but yeah. because his brain was cracked. Right, and, and Troy's brain isn't cracked, which I don't want to get into, like, whether you got to have a cracked brain to commit suicide. I'm just saying. You know, I wasn't even thinking it, that's where that conversation was going. Not, it, yeah. It shows us that it shows us that Deanna's like path is kind of a reasonable path. It's a path that you kind of get. Although I feel like it just goes from like goes to ten real quick at the end there. Super quick. For yeah. No super reason. quick. Super quick, and there was no preamble to it. 
and it took a, a little bit of a logic leap to get there, to know why she was doing it. And it wasn't as comfortable as their normal segues are. Yeah. It's never been their goal in their writing to lose the audience. Yeah. But they, they, they presage it, you know, they, um, like with the wharf cheating on her, like they set that up. Right. But then if she immediately has to kill him, cause it's not like, it's not like whenever they're, they're about to date and she's like, Oh, I'm super vulnerable right now. If you were to cheat on me, it'd be terrible. Like, I'll you know, shoot you with the phaser. right. Like we don't, we don't get where her stakes are that high for. So. We kind of play it off. I guess they want this to be lighter after all the suicide and murder and people getting vaporized. Yeah, now she's just casually mentioning, yeah, I yeah. shot you to death because you're a dirty, dirty Klingon. If you can hear that cat meowing, it's because we're terrible people. We are terrible people. We won't let him come inside. So, uh, final thoughts. I have the beholder. I think it's good. It was clunky. Um, yeah. And it could have been uh, handled. With a little bit more um, grace, a little bit more elan. Um, and Worf can't laugh, so that's unfortunate, but we've known that for years now. It's kind of a weird laugh. Uh, it's just not good. And he's got all the fake teeth, too, so I mean, there's a bunch going on there. With him. That's a lot for him to have to work around. That's a lot to distract. And, and like when they start the show and they start a character trait and they kind of keep it, unless they can shake free of it, you know what I mean? Like, if they, if they do it once and part of the audience really likes it, then you're stuck forever having to do that ridiculous laugh. Yes. Um, I think it was good. It wasn't one of my favorites, of course. Um, it's no one's favorite. It, no, it could be someone's favorite. I fell into the quiver of, we have some space, we need to throw something in here, let's try to talk about something that's got a little bit of weight and meat to it, but we also have to keep it Star Trek. Oh, the captain. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I, thought, I thought you were going to talk more. Well, I mean, that was kind of the that was kind of it. I I think that it was a standalone story. It didn't need to be there. It didn't hurt anything by being there. Were there a hundred other stories that could have fit in there? Absolutely. Were there a thousand little threads that haven't been tied together? You know, yes. I wish that. I mean, like a lot of people, I'm sure um, would have appreciated them spending more of that last season just picking up. Pieces. They 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 spend a lot of it wrapping stuff up. It's good to say that's not that. You just want it to be good, and there's I feel like there's no passion left in it at this point. It was a th- it was a throwaway standalone episode. I mean, they tried to say something important. It just wasn't a compelling story. They, they didn't succeed in in selling what they were trying to sell, and it's because I don't think they really knew what they were trying to sell. Was it a ghost story? Was it a suicide story? Was it a developmental story for Deanna and Worf. What was it? No, I think it was mostly the suicide story. But and was it? fit in the Deanna and Worf stuff. I think it was more of a, 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 it was a murder mystery, ultimately. A murder-suicide mystery. Right. <laughs> right. I think the suicide was the twist, which is an unfortunate twist to take, and then to try to morality play it for a while, and then turn it around into a, we don't need to morality play this anymore because impact that goes. Is, is it a morality play? A little bit. Well, it's not like it doesn't like there was any lesson. Like suicide's wrong. It's like suicide's hard to understand. Like, right, right. But they they tried to, just. I'm saying, speaking specifically to like the data thing. I don't think that they huh. they should have gone that route with it. They could have gone a different way, just because it is a 
tricky subject to start. If you're going to talk about that, that's your whole episode. Do you know what I mean? Keep yeah. your eye on the ball. And they didn't. It was it was chunky. That wasn't the focus. The focus was how many layers of this murder mystery or which what what's the what's the message? Well, and it felt like they didn't really have one. They had three different angles: yeah. writing, directing, and acting, and nobody was agreeing on what to do. Fair enough. So, next week, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I should have kept that playing because I have no idea what that was. I doubted this. It was cool though. It's interesting to look at them again. I was directed by Cliff Bull, actually. I forgot about that. He's uh, he's done some pretty good stuff. He's kind of an asshole, but he's done pretty good stuff. What's uh give me another episode? Uh the best of both worlds. Okay, yeah. So yeah. But uh, how much of a hand did he have in that script? Well, I don't know. He's he's a director for Star Trek, so probably you know, he just like they just they get new directors for each episode. Mm-hmm. So they just you know, that's indication they do that for a bunch of stuff yeah. like that with these sorts of shows. Yeah, so next week I'm going to be watching Genesis. Until then, remember Rand. I'll make this short because everyone hates credits. Star Trek is property of CBS Television Studios. We are watching Star Trek The Next Generation on Netflix. We are talking on Discord. And we are recording and editing in Audacity, the free audio editor and recorder. The Beige and the Bold is hosted on Anchor and can be found on most podcasting platforms. Thank you to Patreons Tracker by Moonlight and Miss Jess for their contribution. I'm not always as focused on the Beige and the Bold as I should be, but they remind me that as long as this is important to even a few people, it's worth doing. Thank you all, and remember,